Yes, yes, we are here. We've done it. We have reached the final two episodes of the second season. Give us a round of applause, please. And by us, make no mistake, okay? You you know where you're at. You already know who it is. You already know what it is. You already know when it is. You already know where it is. You already know how it is. It's Evil Ego Hour podcast program, audio show, whatever you want to call it, wherever the episode is the first episode with Coach Cody Minawi. I'm your host, Knight, here, alive. How are you today? How are you? I hope everything is going well. Let me ask you another question, though. Who are you today? Who are you today? And it's an important question to ask. You, you, you got to know. In these final two episodes of the second season of the Evil Ego Hour, we finally discuss the ego. What is it? Is it evil? Can we control it? Where did it come from? What is it made up of? What happens when we get rid of it? What happens when we have too much of it? People who are really into spiritual practices, they talk a lot about killing your ego. And it's like, why do we need to kill it? And we talk about why there might be a need to kill it and what happens when you experience some type of ego death. But we also know that the ego is such a necessary part of life, not even a necessary part of life. There is no choice. You, you create an ego, you create a character, whether you like it or not. So we talk more about how this character is developed and, and the control that we actually have over it that we might not acknowledge on a day to day basis. You know, we're going to unpack it all, baby. You know how the boys do. You know how the boys do. Act like you don't know what it is. Listen, you already know what I'm going to say. Beats by Makile. The link to his beat page is in the description, as well as links to anything Evil Ego Hour related. Our personal pages are in the description. Uh, link to the tip jars in the description. Anything. Anything you want to do to connect with us or help us out is in the description. So I'm going to shut my face and allow you to get on with the show. And I think there's nothing left to do. But begin the program. Today is a special occasion. I'm not going to let anything sully this for me. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. You actually are recording. We're, we're starting. We oh. started. Okay, we got I all of your ready. bullshit in the beginning of you not being prepared. Oh, you know what? I'm always prepared. That's right. Mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. You know, we, got, we, you. You know got, got the energy flowing. We good, man. Listen, we here. We Aki. here, baby. In the moment. 
No time Listen. like right now. No time like right now. Yes. It's the. Believe it. Evil, evil Hour, Hour Podcast with Coach Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Yes. The Evil Ego Hour Podcast Program Audio Show. Whatever you want to call it, where every episode is the first episode, we are here. Yeah, this is this feels good. We've yeah. hit a stride. We hit a stride and we actually did it, dude. I was it's so crazy because like by our ninth episode of the second season, and I knew that we had to do like a bunch more. I was like, like I don't know how the fuck we're gonna it's like, do shit. This. How are we gonna pull all of these? Because we had a lot of, of steam starting off, and it's it's not. It's honestly they be they be saying starting is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. But I be feeling like that little middle that hump, middle part, yeah. That middle hump is the hardest part, especially for like a podcast, because it's like you got to stay consistent with the content. Yeah, it with anything, man. I feel mm. like I can start really fast, and I can end really fast. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. all right, it's done. You're but talking about sex, right? You any you. that? Well, sex is like Starts the start is the, the end. Um, but in creative endeavors mm-hmm. that are not physical creative mm-hmm. endeavors. The middle part is the hardest part, but we hit the end, so I'm I'm ready to knock it out. So we got a little two-part extravaganza for you. This is going to be a two-part episode. You're listening to part one. And the topic that we are going to cover over the course of these two episodes is Mm -hmm. something that, I mean, you got to know what it is. This is the evil ego hour, right? Mm -hmm. So we got to cover the one of the most important things. Some would even say the the point behind all of this 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 is the thing that like we're trying to figure out why we do all these things that we do it's the thesis and this this thing this topic today is going to give us a lot of insight into why we do the things we do it's the core the topic for today is the ego we're going to cover the ego in these episodes and is the evil is is the evil is Is the the ego ego evil is this ego evil is That's this what we're here ego to good? finally talk about. What is up with this thing they love to talk about called the ego? Yeah, I, I want to get deep into it. So I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe the first part of this uh, two-part episode, we can maybe get into maybe the spiritual aspects of it. Okay. I also uh, made you take some personality tests. We mm-hmm. took a Myers-Briggs test. We took another personality test. And that kind of plays into the concept of ego because we'll talk exactly about what the ego is, but um, I feel like it gave us a lot of uh, context for why we do the things we do and, and who, why we are the people that we are. Yeah, I mean, it kind of builds the little framework around our inner workings, how yeah. we think, how we make decisions, how we view ourselves, and it was insightful. Yeah. It was very insightful. I mean, some things that they kind of pointed things out that I knew, but I didn't know verbatim. I yeah. didn't know in writing. Well, for me personally, I didn't know that my personality was so quantifiable. And at first it was like <laughs> weird, like, okay, I guess I am like everybody else. But then I found like a sense of comfort in it because yeah. it's like, oh, now I can kind of know that my strengths and my weaknesses are shared by other people. Yeah. It feels good to know that you're not as alienated. Yeah. Um, I mean, for some people, like it makes you feel like one in a million, but uh, well, lucky for me, my personality test is more of a rare one. But I think knowing that you fit within a certain category can give you a framework and a structure to kind of understand yourself better, learn how to, you know, tune yourself for a peak experience of life. 
and uh, also give you insight to your shortcomings. Exactly. Exactly. So that's that's next episode. We're going to save that. We're going to save that for the next one. But we're going to get into kind of lay the framework for this conversation, lay the context for this conversation. We're not going to break format in the final episode. So you already know what you got to do, right? Do you have it pulled up? No, I don't. You don't. You don't. And I'm not like I said, I'm not going to get angry with you, but you already know what's happening after the podcast. You know who I am. (laughs) <laughs> we we know your shit by this point, bro. You know Coast who I Manawi, am. You know my ego. Still don't know. Um. Anyways, ego. You ready? <laughs> definition of ego. Now, no. Let me ask you. Who, 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 whose definition are you going with here? We're gonna start off with Oxford's definition of ego, and it is defined as a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Hmm. A boost to my ego is their example. But then, as far as like psychoanalysis goes. It's the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. Reality testing. Yes, reality That's interesting. testing. So it's kind of it's kind of the thing that I guess runs the the simulation or or it's the thing that participates in the simulation. Yeah. So if you ever taken a psychology 101 class, you know that there's three aspects of the self. You have the id, which is, you know, that lower self. It's more primal. It's more... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that it's, urge. It, it's more fundamental to who Impulsive. you are. There's those urges. And then you have the ego, which is what we're talking about here today. Mm-hmm. And then you have the super ego. Some people call it their higher selves. Um, you know, but we're not here to talk about mm-hmm. that. We're here to talk about that middleman between our our body's core um, functionings, our automatic functionings, and then that higher self. Mm. It's that middle ground that we tend to spend the most time with. Yes, the ego. The ego to me, the the ego is the the story that you tell yourself. It's the thing that you tell you yourself that you are. Right. You know, if if. It's that character that you build. If we're talking about a simulation, you have to build a character. You have to build an avatar in order Mm -hmm. to move through the simulated world. And you give your character all types of attributes. You get to pick these attributes, you know, traits, and and you give them all different types of things that Mm -hmm. define them as as an individual. And then you move about the, the simulation and create a life. And I think the ego for us is that character that we create. Now, it might seem like we have less control over this character. And that kind of depends on your personal perspective on it, whether you're more of a nature person where you are who you are coming into this world and the world doesn't doesn't shape you, doesn't affect you. Or as much because as it definitely much. does like yeah or you're a nurture person where you know you come into this world blank slate and you are shaped by all your experiences and the people around you i like to side more with the nurture part hmm. but everybody has their own perspective you think people's egos are more shaped by their experience yeah by their experiences and uh their environment more hmm. than anything i mean other people may argue that you come into this world who you are and hmm. regardless of where you you are where you grow up um you still would be that same person right and i gotta i, I have another kind of uh got another definition for you if if i if i may oh if okay. can I, may i yes on the final episode may yeah. i please yes. you, you read a definition you you've been going hard man why don't you do your thing <laughs> ego in psychoanalytic theory is that portion of the human personality which is experienced as the self or i 
and is in contact with the external world through perception. So the ego mm-hmm. uses perception mm-hmm. to navigate through the world. Mm-hmm. So and and we've been talking about this all season. I, I feel like if there was a if there was a through line and there was a point of the entire season is that perception is everything. Right. Everything is what you make it. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird because I feel like so many things play to the dualistic nature of, of life. Mm-hmm. We have this idea that we are individuals right. and, and because of that, and, and it makes sense why people think that we're individuals because you know, you, 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 you're born and it's just you and you die and it's just you. And every morning you wake up, you're looking out your face. <laughs> like yeah. it's just you. It, 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 it makes sense why people think that they're individuals, but mm-hmm. we know that we're not really individuals. We're a part of this bigger thing. Yeah. I mean, I think another reason why we, we see ourselves as individuals is also our environment pushes us to be individuals mm. nowadays, at least in our world, in our society. I know we got some listeners who are in different countries and stuff. So, you know, the society and culture may be different, mm, but yeah. here in the States, we're pushed to be individuals. So mm. I think that it puts a lot of emphasis on our individuality and what makes us different. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and you know, we do th- tend to think that we're individuals and there's many reasons as to why we think we're individuals, but we're a part of so much more. We're, we're a part of this huge network of, of not just people, because there was a huge network of people that brought you into existence. There was right. a lot of things that happened to lead to you, but not just people, also events. You're a part of a huge network of people, events, and time that all culminated to create you. Mm-hmm. And does that mean that you are made up of all of those things? Like that's, I feel like that's the question that people have to ask themselves when it comes to individualism or collectivism. Mm-hmm. And what makes them who they are. Right. Like yeah. what what exactly makes them who they are? Yeah, and what exactly makes you different and what makes you stand mm. out a part of other people? What is your unique looking look what is your unique scope? Yeah, of, what's your brand? Like what's your thing? Yeah, what is what is your idea? And I would argue to say that there's ways that we view the world that we didn't necessarily make that decision ourselves. Mm. And uh maybe our experiences or other people's experiences have either been projected onto us or we use our own experiences to jump to conclusions. Right. Uh, we talked about heuristics before and those mental shortcuts that create biases. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the pros and cons of individuality, though, because I feel like when it comes to individuality, we, we do thirst for the individual. We thirst for original concepts and ideas that are separate from the group mm-hmm. think of of what we all agree on so there is a need for that but at the same time if the individual plays too much into the concept that they're separate from everyone then you start to see a lot of negative effects take place too mm-hmm. and i think that's the whole concept of the evil ego the mm-hmm. e- the evil ego or the person who who you identify as egoic or has a big ego is the person who has played or is playing too much into the concept of separatism, that they are 
they are not like everybody else. Yeah. And then they play too much into this character that they created mm-hmm. to move through the world. Yeah, I think you get, you get to a certain point where you're you're playing so much into um, your character that you lose touch with the, the natural connections mm. uh, that we have in the world and in our environment. Um, you, you, you lose sense of that. You can't mm-hmm. feel it anymore because you're playing so much into this role. So let's talk a little bit more about individualism or individuality. Mm-hmm. So it, individualism is defined, it's a term, and it's used to describe the moral, political, or social outlook that stresses human independence and the importance of the individual self-reliance and liberty. So I looked into the kind of history of individualism and I found Mm -hmm. a little bit of uh, interesting information that I wanted to share with you. Please do. So I was thinking like what created the rise of individualism? Why did we start to play into this concept of why we're separate? And you already kind of described some of the pros of it. You know, we, we, in America, that's something that's valued the individual. We, we buy into that concept, but I could find where individualism started to take place was during the Renaissance. Hmm. So do you, you do you know a little bit about the Renaissance? Like the art Renaissance, the Renaissance that uh, you know when Leonardo da Vinci and all those hot yeah, shots. Yeah, all them hoes. Yeah, they was in it. No, not hoes. All hot them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> all those hot shots. As all them motherfuckers was back there turning up. Yeah, yeah, they was turning up and being inventive and things like that. Yeah, needed to think enough. outside. Outside, I think a lot of it is sparked from needing to think outside of the box Mm -hmm. and needing to advance uh, into unknown territories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, the formal understanding of it, you know, it was a period during European history. It was like the transition from the Middle Ages to a more modern life Mm -hmm. um, between like the 15th and 16th centuries. So if you ever Google the Renaissance, one of the first thing that comes up in the images is this sculpture. You ever seen this sculpture? I'm going to show it to you. You see oh, this, yes, right? Yes, that is uh, Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah, Michelangelo created this. It's a statue called David. And the significance of this statue plays into the concept of individualism quite well because I was researching it. And this statue, David, you've seen it. It's a, it's a pretty much a tall, I'd say white man. Uh, he has his little curls popping uh, and he has his little, little teeny dingling hanging out. But you know, that's a lot of sculptures <laughs> during that time. Yeah, had they, they, they had they tiny. things hanging out. Yeah, yeah. tiny. What, what was up with that? I think it was just really cold wherever <laughs> they were at. I, think, I would like to believe that. Or they just had really small meat. <laughs> so this sculpture, David, was one of the earliest examples of individualism. Hmm. Before this sculpture, a lot of the artists during this time, all of their art was dedicated to God or the church. And this sculpture, David, was of a man. And it kind of confused people during this time because they're like, this isn't related to religion at all. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. And the whole concept that God was the person who created everything and the only one that could create amazing things was like the, the trending idea during that time. So I thought it was interesting that art or or a form of art was the first kind of example where people started to branch off from the concept of that we're all the same, we're all this thing. And 
somebody said, no, I think I, I think I want to do something different. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it all it's it's a cultural thing. Mm. This idea of being an because uh, it's something that also stems from the the collective consciousness and when things. Um, I think a lot of times we seek to be individuals. We seek that freedom when we when we feel very trapped in and boxed in um, by our situations or by the society at large. Um, it builds up this need for individualism, and I feel like anybody who has like either uh, when they first graduated high school and they just really needed to get out the house, they were just pushing. They needed to go. Um, they felt they felt bound by that, or maybe. Um, it was a relationship or maybe it was a friendship or a job mm-hmm. or just a certain situation that was really stopping you and is preventing you from being uh, from feeling free. And you find that freedom by taking control over the thing that you have the most control over. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be yourself. Mm. Yeah. And you start to develop these concept of uh, these concepts of who you are. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to see who I am and then who I think I am. Mm. I feel like. This was exposed a lot for me during the personality test. I started to see who I was as opposed to who I thought I was. There was different times where um, I always get caught up in this idea of the introvert and the extrovert. Do I actually like being around people or do I like being by myself? And the personality test would indicate that I'm an extrovert, but I really don't feel that way. I, I feel like my favorite time is when I'm just by myself in my own head Mm -hmm. but i actually get more of a rise from being connected with people and i feel like as a whole our country has played into this concept of individualism so much that it's almost been exaggerated we separate ourselves from the rest of the world we think that we're the best i think i've even said it on the podcast before that um you know our country is a bubble and it's very, it's, it, our country culturally is very much um, a mixture of things, but it's also very much its own thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like underdeveloped. But, and I think that's just because our country is relatively young compared to a lot of other like uh, older countries and uh, other developed countries like China. You know, their, their history goes back, you know, over a thousand years, over 2000 years yeah. and uh, other countries in Africa and you know, even like France and, mm-hmm. and the UK. Um, those countries are a lot older. I'm not saying they don't participate in capitalism and individualism, yeah. but ours in particular is very exaggerated and very extreme and it's unchecked and it's unregulated because, uh, I mean, I can't really say what the reason is, but. Well, I think you already said what the reason was because it's, it's valued. The mm-hmm. individual is more valued in this country. And I, I'm glad you brought up these other cultures because in, in a lot of times in Eastern philosophy, a lot of it, and maybe in Buddhism, a lot of different religions, they focus on checking the ego. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about an experience that you kind of teased in one of the episodes because I, I would like to get into what the experience of ego death is mm-hmm. when you get in touch with what you really are during meditation when you're just breathing and mm. your only thing that you're focusing on is your breath. The idea that this is what I truly am. Your thoughts are not who you are. Mm. What are you really? The right. ego is not who you are. What are you really? Mm-hmm. And trying to get more in touch with that kind of 
levels everything out and, mm-hmm. and brings down the stress. I want to talk about the concept of ego death of you. So you said you had an experience, right? You may or may not have been under the influence of psychedelic drugs. We're not going to talk about that. What was your experience of, of ego death? Personally, I feel like I've experienced different levels of ego death. I feel like there's it, it kind of like can chip away or you can have like a complete removal or it can slowly but surely happen. And I feel like I've experienced it to different degrees at different points in my life. Um, but one thing I feel like is universal when I have these moments of ego death is coming to the conclusion that one, I don't really know who I am and two, that I am not necessarily anything in particular. Mm. And I think one big thing that the ego likes to do is to like to trick you into believing you know who you are. Yeah. And that you are one particular yeah, thing. thing. And because of that, and, and, you know, we need some type of structure in our life. So I'm not even going to say that the ego is necessarily bad. I always like to think that the ego is a tool um, in order for you to get to where you want to go in your mm. life. And so, um, you know, we saw it in the Tony Robbins seminar where he talks about how important your identity is when it comes to making a substantial change in your life. Because right. if you tell yourself, I'm not a smoker no more, this is an example that he used, mm-hmm. um, then there is no there is no counting of the days when you uh, finish smoking. I mean, you stop smoking because you're not a smoker anymore. Mm. So it doesn't even matter how many days it's been. Right. And, but your ego is telling you to count to make you feel proud. Like, yeah, I stopped doing it for mm-hmm. this long. And I felt victim to that. I even made a whole Same. fucking, uh, Twitter thread about the days off of, or the weeks off of not smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't really done with smoking weed at the time, but I just, it was kind of an ego thing to let me know that I could control it. Hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, your ego is used for you to navigate this reality, um, this is what I learned through mm-hmm. my ego death, is that your ego is, is used to navigate through this reality and to tell you how to respond to different events and experiences. Right. And I think the idea, when you experience that ego death and you realize that it's not what you thought it was and it's actually a story, mm-hmm. it's actually something that you can change, I feel like there is a level of freedom that goes along with that idea because you are just participating in daily life. You wake up, you do the same things. And I think it said maybe 80% of the things that we do are habitual. We just do it. We wake up and we, and we do these things and we tell ourselves, I am this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have things that they just decided that they are. Hey, no, I don't do that. That's not me. That's not me. You've already decided that you're a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you actually have more control over this story that you tell yourself is so important. You know, the, we were listening to a lecture by Alan Watts and he was talking about the idea of individualism, all the things that we're talking about. And he said the, the idea of the person mm-hmm. and the person uh, in Latin, I believe he said was persona, yeah. which is when it continues to be broken down it the definition of it is a mask it's yeah. it's the thing that you wear it's the character he talked about the play yeah and the play and and this is the play the life that we're experiencing is the play mm-hmm. and you create this character so that you can be in the play mm-hmm. and eventually you forget that it's a character and right. so if you can find this place of ego death you can find this place this space in your own mind to 
access and understand that, oh, I have full control over this story. I can change aspects of this story Mm -hmm. and tell myself something different at any point. Mm -hmm. Then you start to move through life with more intent. You start to move through life with more confidence because you're like, I own this shit. Yeah. I'm the person dictating this play. Yeah. I'm the person who uh, is stepping into this role. It's not the role. He, He said that uh, we tend to think that we are the role instead of the person. Mm-hmm. And instead, we need to realize that we are a person stepping into a role. Mm. And whatever that role is, is up to us. Mm-hmm. And we actually have the the freedom of choice to, at least in this country, mm-hmm. and, you know, unless you're, you know, in your parents' mm-hmm. house. Chinese. Well, well that. Um, yeah. I mean, Actually, uh, I don't know too much about that, but well, in China, like that's what I'm saying. They don't, they don't let you be anything other than a unit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it depends. Like you know, your situation may be you're younger and you still living under your parents' rule, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's it's sometimes there are real confounding things that may prevent you. Um, but there is a lot of space in this world, mm. and I think a lot of people don't know, realize how big this world is and how you can move to a different space in order for you to really be yourself. Mm. And I think like big cities are a lot of the times those spaces for people to go out and be themselves. Hmm. Like, you know, whether it's New York or Atlanta or LA or now a lot of people are going to Detroit for some reason. Um, but whatever the case may be, um, you do have a lot of choice in the role that you play in life now determining what that role is you know, that that's another thing, but you don't have to be confound to um, the role that people are expecting from you. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to be confound to the role that you said mm-hmm. that you were, because as you get older and you mature, you realize you have to be different people in different situations mm-hmm. at different moments in your life. Mm-hmm. And it might be important to maybe in your head mentally kind of create characters maybe lean into this concept uh uh, through that tony robbins training he had us kind of create different characters for ourselves the Mm -hmm. fighter the lover the sovereign this is the 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 king or queen within you like these different ideas and who are you when you are those characters different archetypes yeah when he described them as yeah Yeah, and and those four archetypes just for people wondering like you said they're the lover Mm -hmm. the fighter the the fight the warrior Yes. The warrior is the fighter, the, right? Yeah, the sovereign is the king or the queen or, or within you. Or the royal in yeah, you if you're royal. gender neutral. Yeah, and, and then the wizard. The, the magician. Magician, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the person who creates magic. Yeah. The one who makes things appear out of nowhere. And the one who uh, it's, it's working more with the magical side, the spiritual, the metaphysical side. Isn't that crazy though? That how we can we can we can create these different characters and get things we can bring things into existence it's so beautiful like mm. when he was talking about the concept of the magician the magician is that person who actualizes concepts in your head these things that began is so abstract you can actually bring them into being using your magician mm-hmm. the 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 warrior in you is that thing that does not take no for an answer and these are all parts of your ego like you said you're different people at different times mm-hmm. and i think it's interesting that you know a lot of people are skeptical about metaphysics and doing things with your mind, speaking things into existence, Mm -hmm. um, having spirits take over you and all these different things. Um, But I feel like the ego is a really big testament to that, but we don't see it as metaphysics. Mm. But our 
ego tells us who we are. And so who we tell ourselves we are creates the reality that we live in. It creates our decisions. It's it's the source of our decisions and how we look at things. And of course, all these different decisions that we make day in and day out shape our lives and who we are. Mm. But that's magical. You know, that's that's using your thoughts, whether yeah. you're conscious of it or not, whether you're making these decisions um, with a lot of your will involved, or it's more so through habit in your subconscious, you're using your mind to change the physical. It's, mm. it's that metaphysical right. aspect of it. Um, and so when we when we talk about the ego and we talk about it from a spiritual sense, we're talking about um, how we can use um, these spiritual moments that we have when we when we really feel connected to the the higher power or the source or the chi around us or we're connected to God mm. or Buddha or whoever you believe in. Um, we use those moments in order to gain some truth. Mm. And I think in those moments of truth, we can decide who we need to be in each of these moments, whether mm. we want to step into these archetypes that Tony Robbins built out for us, mm-hmm. or we would just want to say, you know what, I'm a different person and I'm going to make all, I'm going to do everything being this person. I'm going to step into this role and I'm going to be this fucking mm-hmm. role. I'm going to be this fucking person yeah. until um, I forgot who the old person was. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's kind of scary. Oh, in what sense? When you step into those roles. I mean, when you've made substantial mm. changes in your life, did you, like, was that easy for yeah, you? Yeah, no, it is super scary because you're losing. When you've spent so long telling yourself that you're a certain person and then you start to change things and you start to tell yourself that you're a different person, now you're creating a new story. Mm-hmm. And that's always scary because it's like you're an actor with no lines. It's like now mm. you're improvising. Oh. And it's that's always an interesting feeling when you start to break away from the that habitual nature of life. Hmm. And that's the only the only way I feel like you can do that if you're not going to take a single sign. You got to start slowly breaking away from those habits. Radical change. If you want to change, uh, we keep dropping Tony Robbins probably because it's just fresh in our head yeah, preparing very fresh. for this episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he talks a lot about the radical changes in your physical uh, state. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are if you feel like you're being caught in this ideal of the self, and you're just keep. You can't stop telling yourself this story about who you are. Maybe change your posture, change the small things that tailor you to that concept of who you are. Mm-hmm. If you normally start walking with the right foot, why don't you start trying to walk with the starting off your stride with the left foot? Just small things, weird things mm-hmm. to break away from that concept. And I also want to talk a little bit before we get out of here for the first episode. Uh, the last know, every, episode? Well, every episode is the first episode, so it actually doesn't even matter. But <laughs> the, uh, uh, the concept of individualism, individuality, we talked a lot about it. And we talked a lot about the pros of it. We talked, about, uh, uh, talked a lot about why it's useful and what it is. But... I want to talk a little bit about the cons because we do know that there are cons. When I was referencing America earlier, I feel like we lost the idea of holistic 
living, you know, like where the idea that we're all together and not just people, but also nature. Mm. When we start to when we started to break away from that concept, we saw a lot of different things suffer, including nature. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the biggest things that drives me fucking crazy is watching people litter because it's like, Oh, you're just, you've just decided like, like either you're better than everybody else or you're just, you're not related to this existence at all. Right, you're, you're separate. You're not a part of this this ground here yeah. that we're all sitting on. Oh fuck! Fuck this. Yeah. I and mean, it's either I take that it personally. or you, it's either that or you don't care about yourself. Right. Like you don't. It's either way. Which is fine if you don't want to care about yourself, but like you have to acknowledge that whether you even like it or not, you are a part of a network of things. It's just undeniable. It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think there are certain issues that come along with seeing yourself as an individual because you 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 adopt this concept that it's just me. Well, yeah, it's, it's just me. I mean, I think the part that is evil about the ego is it's the ego will make you think that you're alone when there's literally millions of people around mm. you. The ego can, I will say can, I will say it will. Mm-hmm. Um, the ego, when it's unchecked, will cause you to divide your life and your experiences when they can mm. all fit together in, in one beautiful moment. Damn. And instead of being really in, in touch with everything, everything is, is broken down and it doesn't connect and there's no flow. Mm. It feels very rigid. Life feels like you can't really, like, there's no breathing. It's like trying to breathe, like, with something heavy on mm-hmm. your chest. It's just hard. You, you can't really, you can't really feel what's happening. There's, you're out of touch. Mm-hmm. You don't really, you, you don't really know. Um, and you don't, you can't experience, um, and this is just my personal experience. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't really speak on it as if it's a universal truth, but in my personal experience, these moments of ego death are extremely beautiful because um, before that, that moment of ego death, I may be feeling very alone or I may be feeling very disconnected. And what I realize is that um, the more disconnected I am, and it's not even from being an extrovert, I, I, do you know about ambiverts? Mm-mm, what's that? It's pretty much you're in the middle. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and I feel more like that. But when you're disconnected from everybody, um, there is no exchange. And I feel like that's a universal principle in life. Mm. There's no exchange. You're not transferring energy. Mm. You're trying to keep it. You're keeping it all to yourself. You're just taking. You're just taking. And when you do that, um, you, you cut your spirit out out of the play and and it's just your wow. ego it's just your ego yeah. and it's just your ego there's no spirit so it's not complete everything is dual at mm-hmm. that point because the 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 triune or or the thing that makes it like a trinity the holy trinity mm-hmm. is the spirit and when you focus on your ego and you don't connect to that spirit and that and that connection um then you end up with an evil ego scenario. So you kind of got a uh, uh, that was beautiful by the way I'm going to put hella bagels on that uh so yeah, you you forget, mm-hmm. you forget mm-hmm. because you know when you're a baby, you're probably more in touch with your id. You're more you're more in touch with those 
uh, not even developed. Yeah, because yeah. you you know you're trying to figure yourself out. And as you get older, you develop this idea of who you think that you are. And all of your life, people have been telling you what you should be, the idealized concept of, of what you should be. And that's how you start to kind of develop this idea of what your higher self is. And we kind of talked about it. The, the nature of the ego is to navigate between these two things. And but the point is to navigate between the two of them. The ego and the story is not the point. The point is the entire nature of it, as mm-hmm. you described. Yes. And it's scary as, also, as you described, because once you start to abandon that story and create something new, then you got to fucking create something new. How do you do that? And your ego, it protects you. It's it's it's. It's comforting to think that you know yourself. Yeah. The minute you start to not think that you don't know yourself, all different types of well, maybe I do this now. Maybe maybe I actually rob people. Yeah. Let's and, try and, this. And if I believe this, then that means this has to change. Right. This belief has to change. This and it's and it's crazy how one fundamental change in your ego or your your perception of yourself will set off like a. A, a domino effect into the rest of your life because now you have to reconsider how you react to all these different things. Mm. And and that can be scary, but it's, what's even scarier is being trapped within the confines of your own mind. It's mm-hmm. scarier to... To think that you know yourself, but you feel this dissonance. Yeah. You feel this this lack of flow in in who you are and what your experiences are. And because of this lack of flow, because of all this conflict between life and who you see yourself are and who, what you believe, because there's no flow, mm-hmm. then then you it's hard for you to really connect with the spiritual, and yeah. it's, it's hard for you to really have a or it was it was hard for me to really have a complete experience of life. Yeah, you're you're. You're buying into this role so much to where you think this is the point. You think the money. You think, and this, and these are people who all have big egos that they think, they think the money is the point. They think the success is the point. They think being better than people. What is do you the think point? is the point then? Just, I, I mean, well, I can say I, what I think is is the point. I think we are here to bring value to the overall. I think we are here to bring value to other people. Bring value to bring value to this existence in some way we are supposed to make this existence this thing we're experiencing better in some way what do you think um is this the ego test (laughs) 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 what do i think the point is of being alive or just this my life or it was a terrible question but Uh, yes all of those um i think the point of like let me let me think about this I think the point of this experience of life is to see who you are, mm. is to see... Um, so the point is the game, play the game. The point is to play the game. Mm-hmm. And it's to play the game however you want to play it. And if you're playing the game how you want to play it, and um you're not hurting anybody else in the you're, process yeah, you're, and you're not and i'm all, and i'm only saying you don't if you want to hurt other people i mean <laughs> i'm not Do condoning it, it i personally don't like that right. but if that's what makes you happy <laughs> then who am i to say i mean of course don't come around me i don't want none of that shit but if you like seriously like 
And I don't think hurting people really makes anybody feel good. You know, I don't think that's a real, I don't think that really makes you feel good. Um, I think claiming your power back is Mm. what is making you feel good if you're hurting people. So maybe some, yeah, some people distort that, distort that concept. They think they're taking their power back by hurting other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I rather, you know, but that's a that's for a person to discover on their own, mm. you know. And I think if you're if if you're most honest with yourself, then you'll have the proper experience of life. And I think we all normally come back to a lot of key things, um, but because of so much individualism and because our experiences and our perceptions of them um, can be skewed, um, we tend to diverge out from this wholeness, from this singularity point. Mm. Beautiful. So yeah, I think I think the point is to um, experience yourself. I think that's the point of life is to experience yourself. Experience how, yourself. However, that may be. Mm, whatever that is, is for you to discover. That is the point of it. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's how you build your ego. You're, you build your ego in a way to discover yourself the best. Yeah. Yeah. So build that story out, but do not be afraid to abandon it. Do not be afraid to change certain aspects of it because it is yours to change. And it is your experience as an individual, but you are a part of a bigger thing. So keep that in mind whenever you start to believe that you are alone or you start to believe that you need to get certain things out of this experience. You need to get whatever is going to truly make you feel like you are I thought you were going to jump in. I was like, uh... One, make you feel like everything is existing at one time. And you're making... You need to exist as the middleman between your animalistic urges and the uh, higher idealized concept of what you are. God damn it. Yeah, hell yeah. Another one in the books. Hell yeah. Listen, transition time transition because we have one more after this we have one more and then we're going on off season and then we're going to be dming everybody we're going to be sending out stuff we're going to be we got we got a lot of orders to put in we're going to talk about that Mm, orders yeah we have orders i'm gonna tell i'm i I got some orders how about that we we got some orders for them okay coast code and now we tell them what our orders are um our orders are (laughs) let's go Thank you for listening to Evil Eagle Hour. Please follow us and like our shit on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at Evil Eagle Hour. And, um, you know, shoot us a message. We want to we talk to you guys. It's the off season. It's time for us to talk. It's time for us to collaborate. We're going to be building out more things. We, we feel like we locked in with a lot of you. And we're, and we're very yes. proud of a lot of the growth that we've been seeing and been talking to everybody about. And uh, let's let's just keep it going. We we have a lot. We're we're building so we have so much more. Uh, to give I'm y'all. so excited. I'm so I'm so excited to give uh, more. Yeah. Give give more. Give more value. Yes. But um, uh, you know, fuck that. The whole phase. Give value. Yeah. Business phase. Um, I'm just excited to connect with a lot of people. Yeah, I'm excited. And, and we've connected with some great people uh, through this podcast. I say season two was a success. I I think season two is a success. Oh, well, we're not gonna say on our our official farewells yet. We still got a little bit left for them. But in the meantime, in between time, we're going to go ahead and sign off. We love you all. Thank you for being with us yet again. Mm -hmm. And um, peace. Peace.
Hello. This episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is sponsored by the Podcast Podcast Podcast. Hi, I'm Tim Last Name. And I'm Rob Who Gives a Shit. And this is the Podcast Podcast Podcast. podcast. That's right, the one and only podcast about creating a podcast about podcasting. Now, as we all know, approximately 100% of living beings on this earth actually have a podcast now. That's right, Rob, which resulted in the creation of hundreds of different individual niche markets for people to capitalize off of. Exactly, Tim. The popularity of podcasts has seen rapid growth in the past few years. We witnessed this and our first thought was, how can we add yet another insignificant voice to to an already overcrowded medium and thus the podcast 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 was born that's right rob the one and only podcast that lets you in behind the scenes and share step-by-step analysis on how to create a podcast about creating a podcast about podcasting to continue to make sure every single person on the planet has a podcast we need to make sure people have the right information that's why our show includes weekly info segments and interviews with the leading podcasters on podcasting we even include how-tos for new parents who want to help their baby create a podcast all you have to do is visit www.podcastpodcastpodcast.pod.com.cast to subscribe to our show while you're at it go ahead and subscribe to our weekly newsletter where we can continue to overwhelm you with pointless information that you'll never use that's right rob i'm tim and i'm rob and this is podcast 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 podcast